Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on French science and spirituality and claims of the paranormal, but we take part ourselves. Yeah, when they make the claims, we shove up so you don't have to. I'm Eeyore. And I'm Tigger. Hey! Hey! (laughs) This is an episode about magic mind. Yes. You may wonder, well, what is magic mind? I like magic. I like having a mind. Oh my God. A brain. I do like both of those things. Well, guess what? It's a gross drink. <laughs> yeah, and it's a nootropic. We've talked about these before. It's also an adaptogen. It's also a mushroom. I just realized we're going to have Noah in this episode and an upcoming series. Investigation. Yeah, Noah's all over the place. Yeah. So in the past, we've called this nootropics, nootropics, and boy, the email. People really are in Invested in how you say this. Yeah, this was a while ago that we did an episode on kind of similar substances, actually some of the same ones that we're going to be talking about today. And yeah, we said nootropics, uh, but we nodded to the fact that there's other ways to pronounce it. But yeah, it's spelled N-O-O. T-R-O-P-I-C-S. And so, you know, my brain sees that and wants to say nootropic, nootropic. Uh, yeah. But you know, apparently the the correct pronunciation, so I'm going to try to stick to it this time, is nootropic or nootropic. Hmm. So it I'm, doesn't look like that. I'm picturing a shipbuilder in a temperate region with lots of verdant tall trees. I don't believe Constant in... Constant rainfall. I don't believe in words that don't sound how they're spelled. So I oh. call it nootropics. Or oh, you pick the right language to, <laughs> to speak. That. It's a good thing I'm uh, working toward this certificate in pisciology. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Pisciology. Yeah. That's Very what good. I've been studying. So how did we find out about Magic Mind? Through an email. Yeah. So so you guys aren't, weren't the only ones to email us about nootropics. We get emails constantly from agents for authors who want their person to appear on our show. Like, yes. this person would be perfect for Ono, Ross, and Carrie. I'm such a big fan of your show. <laughs> we love your show. I especially like the one where, and then there will be, like, in all caps, Episode three, John Edward, psychic. Already that shows more effort than a lot of those emails we get. Yeah. But yeah, usually it's something like, we think you should talk to Jeff Michaels. Mm -hmm. He's figured out the brain-body-mind connection, Mm -hmm. and he's tapped into the secrets of the earth. Right. He would be perfect for Ono, Ross, and Carrie. So typically our response is something like, Probably not a match. Thanks. Uh-huh. Or if they offer us a book, like, eh, sure, send us the book. Yeah. Can't guarantee we'll cover it. Or sometimes we're like, sure, we'll go to Costa Rica. <laughs> right. But I would say the vast majority of the time it's like, eh. Yeah. So we received this email that said, Magic Mind Podcast Sponsorship Request. Hi there. I'm, I'll redact his name. Okay. What do we call him? Tre- trebuchet. Trebuchet? Yeah, trebuchet. Sure. What does that mean? It's like a catapult. Okay, perfect. All right. I'm Trebuchet from Magic Mind. 
We love your podcast, Ono, Ross, and Carrie, and we'd like to sponsor one slash more of your episodes. Briefly on Magic Mind, our little two-ounce elixir makes people more productive, focused, and less stressed through the nootropics, adaptogens, natural ingredients, and mushrooms inside. Natural ingredients and mushrooms. Let me know if you're interested. I'd love to let you know what we had in mind regarding the collaboration. Warm regards, Trebuchet. Creative <laughs> Partnerships Account Manager. You said less stress, more productivity. What was the other thing? And more productive, focused, less stressed uh, through those aforementioned ingredients. Got it. Focus, anti-stress, and pro-productivity. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I unproductively didn't reply for eight days. And mm-hmm. so he wrote us again. You needed magic mind. He said, I know you're probably busy, so I'll keep it short. I manually selected you as a potential partner because we like your podcast and would appreciate the chance of being a sponsor. I think you'd really love our little natural productivity shot. You can learn more about us and our ingredients we use at magicmind.co slash learn. Looking forward to hearing from you. Also, if you're not interested, let me know. So I wrote back, sorry, Trebuchet, not interested. <laughs> so that, Okay, wow. So I did respond that same day, and then he wrote back, Thanks for telling me, Ross. Would you be so kind to let me know why you wouldn't be interested? Your feedback is really important to me. Praying hands icon. Uh, You're probably the only reply he got that day. Have an amazing day, Trebuchet. I like this Trebuchet name. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so now I was feeling perky. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Interesting. I I replied, sure thing, because he asked, you know. This is the type of product we'd investigate for our show rather than partnering with the company that produces it. Mm -hmm. The magic meets science angle is suspicious and perhaps a bit... Magic meat? Magic meets science. Oh, meets science. Got it. Okay. Angle is suspicious and perhaps a bit telling. I do appreciate the effort to link to PubMed studies for the various ingredients, but many of the effects are subtle at best and unworthy of the bold marketing claims or disproven in broader slash better studies. For example, one of the cited studies on vitamin C for shortening cold symptoms, as claimed on the site, admits in its conclusion the failure of vitamin C supplementation to reduce incidence of colds in the general population indicates Mm. that routine vitamin C supplementation is not justified, yet vitamin C may be useful for people exposed to brief periods of severe physical exercise. Okay. I kept uh, quoting. It's a long quote. We don't need to hear the whole thing. But it it didn't support the point they were making on the site. Gotcha. I said, I am not familiar with the other members of the scientific team, but Dr. Andrew Weil's presence raises a huge red flag. He has promoted a vast range of unsupported medical claims. If you want to listen to our show, you might want to check out this episode from 2016. And I link to our Nootropics episode. I said, by all means, if you want to send us some sample bottles, we might be interested in trying the product. So he wrote back, hey, Ross, thanks so much for the detailed look over our product and all the feedback. It means a lot to us since we're constantly improving our product. I'd love to send you a sample. Let me know a shipping address and I'll get one shipped to you right away. Okay. In regards to the vitamin C claims, we don't claim it that it solves any condition slash problem, only that it helps. Mm. Always open to new information. So this plus anything else you'd find, I'll send straight to our science team to look over. You mentioned people experimenting with combining L-theanine and caffeine. Magic Mind does that, but with a small amount of natural caffeine from the matcha green tea, so people don't get all jittery. And yes, Mm. it does take some time for it to take effect, usually between three to five consecutive days. Happy Friday, trebuchet. 
Okay. And he said, okay, just sent the package your way. And I'd love your opinion once you receive it. It's all good in the eventuality we don't reach an agreement. You consider the Magic Mind Pack a gift from us. No strings attached. Great. So... 18 days later, he writes, Hey there, Ross. Just noticed our pack reached you a while ago. Was curious if you've got to try it out and how you like it. So, yes, it had been sitting by my feet for two weeks. Sure. That makes sense with how it tastes. (laughs) Eight days later, he wrote me back. Hope you're doing great, Ross. I was wondering if you've got the chance to try Magic Mind since it arrived. And what are your honest thoughts on it? Have a peaceful and productive day. Trebuchet's really sitting around. Then he wrote back a few days later. It's been a while since our last chat, and I hope you're doing amazing, Ross. Would appreciate it if you could share your honest thoughts on our little drink and how you enjoyed it. So I've been totally ignoring him, but now I'm just, I see this like string of emails stacking up. Yeah, that feels like there's some sort of automation in that system. Oh, maybe. So I finally wrote back and said, hi, Trebuchet, just confirming that I did receive the package. Thank you again. I haven't had a chance to try it yet, but we'll let you know when I do. And so he wrote back, thanks for letting me know, Ross. Can't wait to hear how you're enjoying our little drink when you get to try it out. And the little icon of someone flexing their bicep. Have a great week ahead. So there we go. That was the communication. And you know what? Uh, That was a little over a month ago, a month and a week ago. So Trebuchet has quietly and patiently awaited our reply, and we're working on it right now. Yeah, and this is the fastest we've ever done something like this. Oh, yeah. A month? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's lucky that his company's (laughs) still in business when we're doing this. We have things from, like, 2016 just sitting around. A lot of stuff sitting by my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I got to tell you, this drink tastes like Ross's feet. (laughs) Which immediately raises the question, how does Carrie know what Ross's feet taste like? Because they taste like magic mind. Keep up. Oh, okay. Um, I get the circular reasoning. All right. (laughs) Oh my goodness, this thing. So he sent me this box of 15 bottles mm-hmm. and little they, tiny bottles. Yeah, they're two ounce bottles. So they look kind of like shots. And my first thought was, oh, so this is like a evaluation unit. Mm. They they must sell like the full size one somewhere else. But no, this is the product. Yeah, These yeah. Tiny little squareular bottles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the right word. Comes in a three by five array. Apparently, you can buy a 30 bottle shipment as well. And on the side, it says drink daily for a sharper mind. Yeah, sorry. Did I turn it away from you? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah that's okay. Drink daily for a sharper mind, steady energy, and less stress. Yeah, there's a color scheme going on here that's this gradient from yellow to sort of a peach color. Yeah, I like that. And then with like uh, waves or water in the foreground that's blue and green. It says a lot of things on the front. It says, get into flow state. On the top, it says, magic mind, matcha, adaptogens, nootropics, and honey. On the back, it says, thank you. It wouldn't be magic without you. Aw, yeah, you wouldn't have anyone to sell it to. It doesn't say anything on the bottom, though. Oh, shit. It's not as good as in and out It says nothing. (laughs) Oh, right, yeah, no Bible verses. So, yeah, each one of these little green bottles, well, the bottles are clear, but the liquid inside is green, has a lot of of stuff written on it, too. There's a lot of writing. We haven't even gone to their website yet. Okay, I'm going to try to start with the front, although the front is not obvious on this device. Magic Mind. And then I assume these are the ingredients. Matcha gives you energy. Adaptogens helps you relax. Noatropics keeps you focused. Honey makes you happy. And it's uh, classified as an herbal supplement. Do more, stress less. 
I want to do those things. And then it tells you what to do. Shake, breathe, and drink. Take alongside your morning caffeine. Benefits build with daily use. Best served chilled. Chilled. And I took that to heart. So I constantly had one of these in the fridge getting ready for the next day. Yeah. And then they recommend going to magicmind.co slash science. Ooh. Mm. Now, I'd already looked at their science website because I'd been replying to this gent who'd been writing me. But also, you can see that they're based in Venice Beach, California. So they're local, at least their headquarters. Yeah. Uh, I see also it says bottled for 10,000 ink. I want to see what that is. 10,000 Incorporated. Okay. That's the company that's based in Venice Beach. And while you're looking that up, uh, it also says with an asterisk, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We've talked about this before on the show, but that essentially just means the FDA isn't saying this is certified to really do anything. Mm -hmm. Just they've looked at it enough to say that it won't kill you right away. Hey, I'm for that. Yeah. 10,000 Inc., We are a producer of a productivity drink created to replace coffee and energy drinks. There you go. It's interesting, though. They're not really clear on whether they want to replace it or me to take it alongside it. Well, yeah, it says very clearly, take alongside your morning caffeine. They don't say coffee specifically, but I mean, it's clear throughout their materials. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. And the idea is that coffee and here we go i can jump to their website for this because they have a graphic that makes this a little clearer it says a new morning ritual and you have sort of on one side magic mind the other side coffee so on the coffee side it says 120 milligrams of caffeine quick crash anxiety inducing jitters and all of those have red x's in front of them whereas for magic mind it's only 35 milligrams of caffeine It has sustained energy, it decreases stress, Mm. and it's relaxing. Okay. Uh, Which is weird because right below that it says, take Magic Mind alongside or in place of your morning coffee for seven plus hours of productive flow state. Interesting. So yeah, I'm getting a mixed message here, but from reading lots of reviews and their replies to those reviews and FAQs, and there's just so much material around this this little two ounce bottle. Mm -hmm. The idea seems to be like if you're taking three cups of coffee a day, which is apparently the U.S. average coffee drinker's intake. Oh, wow, is it? Okay. Yeah. That's that, a lot. That's what I read on a few sites. This is supposed to help you maybe reduce that to two or one. Mm. So the idea is that it maybe can help you get off of caffeine. And Yeah, it's like arguing to like chew your Nicorette while you smoke, and then maybe eventually you'll only want the Nicorette, mm-hmm. which maybe would work. I don't know. Which but... ties in really closely with the founder's story. Like he has this whole backstory of how he got started. James Bush. Shara is the one who created this company, not to be confused with Bashar. Yeah, who's Dale? Um. Okay. Okay. We can do this. Daryl Anka. Daryl Anka. Oh, that's right. Yes. Put your head. Yeah. Okay. No, this is not him. This is James Bashara. So he said he was running all these other companies and he was stressing out and he was drinking six cups of coffee a day. That is. That sounds like too much. That to sounds me. like. Yeah. That's nuts. Hey there, I'm James, the creator and founder of Magic Mind, and I'm really excited to to share Magic Mind with you. A little bit about the story and who it's for, I was an entrepreneur, had about 50 employees, 15 meetings a day, and I was chugging six cups of coffee every day to get through all of the meetings and just all of the things that stack up when you're running your own business. And 
it ended up sending me into the ER, um, developed a heart condition from it, from too much excessive caffeine and excessive stress. And I had no idea that those two were linked. Every cup of coffee that I was drinking was spiking my body's stress hormone, cortisol. And it was my doctor in the ER that said, you know, with your condition, you really can't consume more than half a cup of coffee. And I just thought there's no way I can get through the day on half a cup of coffee. And he said, you should switch to green tea. It has this stuff in it called L-theanine that can help extend your body's absorption of caffeine and lower your body's release of cortisol, the body's stress hormone. And I just thought, okay, it had never occurred to me that you could combine something with caffeine to get more out of your morning ritual, or in that case, less, less stress. So fast forward seven and a half years, a best-selling book, thousands of hours of research, a scientific advisory board of five doctors, four food scientists working on this problem with me. And I think with Magic Mind, we have the best morning ritual drink in the world. It is made of nootropics, adaptogens, matcha green tea, 12 magical ingredients. And if athletes have Gatorade, now creatives have Creatorade. So if you are someone with a stacked to-do list that wants to watch the to-do list just melt away, then that's what I created Magic Mind for you. You take it alongside your morning coffee. You don't have to replace your morning coffee. You don't have to replace anything in your morning routine. You take it alongside your morning coffee. And within about 15 minutes, you'll start to feel this calm, relaxing flow state. It's what Forbes called Silicon Valley's new morning elixir. They also called it motivation in a bottle. The founder of Twitch has called it the anchor to his morning routine. It's all of those things and more, but nothing compares to you trying it and seeing if it works for you. The ingredients compound daily. So you'll feel about 60 to 70% of the ingredients, the, the effects within the first 15, 20, 30 minutes but you'll feel the full effects from the drink about four to five days in. So benefits build with daily use. I'm excited for you to try it. We're very, very proud of everything that we've put into this tiny little two ounce shot, all the premium ingredients from the best suppliers in the world, ceremonial grade matcha to the best ashwagandha that you can, that you can get, ashwagandha KSM 66. Long story short, I'm just really excited for you to try it and see if it works for you. So here's for trying something new and adding a little bit to your morning routine that gives you seven to eight hours of creative, productive flow. Though I heard that story and it did seem sort of void of details. I was sort of like, yeah, I want to hear more about exactly why you were going into the doctor. But regardless, it seems like good advice not to drink six cups of coffee a day. Sure. Anyways, yeah, kind of mixed messages here, like whether yeah. whether you should still be having coffee or not. Yeah, yeah, like they'll kind of bag on coffee, but at the same time say, this supplements your coffee. Yeah. And, and it seems to imply that, you know, you can still take your coffee, but if you take this alongside it, you'll have a smoother, longer lasting state of not only like focus, but also relaxation, which almost sounded odds to one another. Yeah, so does, there was like I'm really energy. focused, but I'm relaxed. Yeah, energy and relaxation. Like, how are you going to give me both of those things? Yeah, so apparently the nootropics are supposed to give you that increased focus, mm -hmm. and then the adaptogens are also there because they're going to they're gonna calm you down mm -hmm. a bit. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask be you about that. Smooth ride. So, adaptogen, I associate with CBD. I feel like that's where I hear about adaptogens all the time. Okay. And I think adaptogens are generally supposed to be calming aids, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Reduce stress, anxiety, fatigue, and increase overall well being. 
Okay, got it. Yeah, there's a variety of plants and mushrooms that are kind of like a just a separate list under the ones that you already have as potential nootropics. There's a bunch that are considered potential adaptogens. Mm, potential, okay. Oh, there's there's just so much material around this product. Hmm. So like if you go to the website, you can just endlessly scroll and read reviews and testimonials and backstories and the science, quote unquote. But they also include the in each box, they've got this this little threefold that has a lot of the same talking points. And then they mentioned the free download of the book Beyond Coffee. Okay, again, makes it sound like I'm giving up coffee. Beyond coffee, right. It's listed as an Amazon best-selling book, but we looked at its Amazon page and it didn't have very high ranking, so I'm not sure what that means. Maybe it made it onto a top something. Maybe, uh, but they've got like a free download. So I went to do that and it's written by James Bashara, the same guy who started this company Mm. along with one of his preferred science advisors. And uh, it was just a like free sample, the introduction in the first chapter or something like that. So okay. I read that much, but I didn't pay 12 bucks for the full book or seven bucks for the ebook. Yeah. Uh, but there's just, you know, you can read a lot about this, uh, but you can sign up for SMS notifications and see the science with the QR code or see a video from our founder with another QR code. It's a lot. Gosh, there's a yeah. lot with this Who little two-ounce all that? You have to be really invested in your morning green drink and because there were 15 bottles and they wanted us to you know try it for a sustained amount of time they say it's better the more that you do it right even though there's a bunch of testimonials saying like i felt the difference right away so i ordered an additional 15 bottles and then realized what a generous gift this was from trebuchet because a one-time purchase on their website is what would you guess for how many bottles for 15 bottles this box I think it's going to be exorbitant. I think it's going to be $62. Okay, $89.25. What? That's $89. So that's essentially $6 per 2 ounce bottle. What? Yeah. And with shipping and everything, it cost me $107 to order. Oh my god. A 15 bottle box. I'm so glad I got you a good birthday present this year because <laughs> you shared some of this with me. And I mean, it's a terrible gift, but <laughs> it sounds like it was expensive. Yeah. They want you to subscribe and have this as a regular drip, Ugh. you know, that they keep sending these to you. So, so you only pay $60 rather than $90 <laughs> if you subscribe, meaning they're just going to keep sending them to you. And then with the 30 bottles, there's no price reduction for the one-time purchase. But then if you subscribe, then you're only paying $3.25 per two-ounce bottle. Did you ever read Bullshit Jobs? No. Oh, it's so good. It's high on my want-to-read list. Well, this is making me think of it. (laughs) Okay. The company Uh, that created this product? Yeah. I mean, maybe this is amazing. Maybe this is cutting-edge science that's going to change my life. Maybe I'm amazed at the way you change my daily life. (laughs) But another part of me just says like, oh my gosh, America, what? Like we, we automated so much. We sent things overseas. We stripped all of our social nuts away so that people have to like find a way to make money and what do we do we put like bizarre things (laughs) in a little tiny bottle and say this will make you feel better and then we go yeah i feel better dave so funny carrie's saying all this as she stares into this kind of muted green (laughs) 
little <laughs> bottle of very watery liquid yeah. in front of her. But like, I kind of don't blame them, you know? I'm like, yeah, it's hard. Getting good work is hard. Yeah, I was thinking about that a lot, reading a book called Cultish. Ah, my good friend Jennings Brown is in that book. Oh, yeah. yeah he did appear in that uh, by Amanda Montel. And it was uh, talking about the way that language is so central to how cults mm. function, but also things that are cult-ish. Mm-hmm. And cult-ish there is treated as both like a language, like English, Spanish, cult-ish, mm. mm-hmm. but also things that kind of check some of those check boxes, but don't necessarily fully match the cult definition. And so I was having that same thought as you as she was talking about MLMs, multi-level mm-hmm. marketing schemes. Well, that in particular, but some other things she was talking about was just making me think, how much capitalism and us just trying to have like a, a daily living and know where our next meal is coming yeah. from makes it necessary for us to have these jobs, like you were saying, kind of bullshit jobs, mm-hmm. where you got to earn a living. And mm-hmm. this is a person that's giving out money to yeah. work in this call center or promote this product. Or, you know, you can get subscribers who will follow your thing and send you send you money if you yeah. promote this product online. All fine, I suppose, if your thing works. Does this work? Okay. Okay, well, I guess let's get into it. So we tried Magic Mind. Yeah, big as reveal. You, as you may have gathered. Um, you took it more than I did. I, I was going through my notes and I took it seven total times, but that is enough to supposedly feel the benefit, right? Yeah, and okay. I, I've taken it 13 times with a, a little break in between mm. that, that I think might have been telling I'm not a coffee drinker. That's not my thing. Right. So yeah. the first two days I took... He likes hot drinks, people. Don't freak out. Uh, the first two days I tried it without caffeine because I figured that might be my little gentle entry point. And also, my wife was not getting up early those two days and I wanted her to show me how to use the <laughs> coffee right. machine. That's I, right. I told Carrie about this and Carrie <laughs> rightly made fun of me. I don't know how to... It's a Keurig, you guys. It's a Keurig. (laughs) We've had a variety of coffee makers throughout our marriage, and I just, I've never known how to operate them. If someone comes over and says, like, can I get a cup of coffee? I'll say, well, here's the thing that makes coffee, and you're welcome to it, or we can ask Cara to do it, but I don't don't know how to make coffee. (laughs) The beautiful thing about a Keurig is you can still be that guy, and you can have just woken up, and you can be walking backwards with a blindfold on and still figure out how to do it. So Cara made fun of me for this too but finally she showed me how i would take the uh what was it pike's place roast okay it's yeah. a it's a starbucks yeah. flavor uh-huh. yeah it's this little like cup mm-hmm. and i know i don't need to describe keurig <laughs> to everybody like, yeah, keurig Ross. but anyways as she was showing me the process you stick it in there you pour your water and you puncture the thing and then you mm-hmm. hit the button to make your coffee okay yes it's very simple but as she was showing me i kept detailing ways i could have killed myself <laughs> by getting it wrong by experimenting um, I did have one morning where I started to put the cup of water underneath the spout and then realized, oh, right, the water needs to be in the machine. I'm oh, sure people yeah. do that. So why didn't you tell me, because you've been married so much longer than me, why didn't you tell me how fun it is to annoy your spouse? I figured it would come naturally to yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, rude. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, annoying your fiance, pretty good. Annoying your boyfriend, very good. Even better when it's annoying a spouse. Annoying huh? your spouse, tremendous. Okay, so here's what I'm annoying Drew about related. Sure, okay. So, my friend Beowulf and I, mm-hmm. we keep singing this song to one another. It goes like this I never promised you a rose garden. All right. 
based on the movie of the same title. Sure. So we just keep finding ways to work it into conversation. If Beowulf's mm. talking about how much he loves the Beach Boys, he'll be like, oh, yeah, the Beach Boys. My favorite song of theirs is, ah, oh, no. and then you go through it. And oh, it's no. Many seconds. Yeah. Anyway, Drew is very irritated by this. <laughs> so as you might imagine, Beowulf comes over once a week to watch The Bachelorettes, and we mm-hmm. just do that for a good Hour and a half. Yeah, Carrie has this uh, language that she shares with Drew of referring to such things as bits. And at least Drew can let her know, like, hey, honey, I, I really, I'm done with this bit. Can we stop this yeah. bit? Every once in a while, one of us has done with the bit. I got to say, it's rare. Okay. All he right, does fair. a lot of bits, Very too, good. though. To Thank be goodness. F- to be fair, I never really lived long in the engaged state. I kind oh, of yeah. went straight to marriage as soon as I possibly I, could. Whereas I did COVID through the engagement. Okay, so Ross now knows how to make coffee in his own yes. house. That's the Great. important thing. So really, Congrats. I gained something from this investigation. Oh, yeah. But... But also, I kept a log, as you did, Mm -hmm. just seeing how much sleep I had had the previous day, because I feel like that's a major determiner of how alert and productive I am. Yeah. If I get under six hours, I think I can tell. If I get seven, that's like great. Oh, wow. I'm good. That's going to be a productive day. I'm going to feel well rested. Less than five is like a problem. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm tired if I get less than eight. I would really rather get nine. Eight is like crazy luxurious once a month. I'll do that. So I would note that and I've got my handy dandy auto sleep app on my watch that tells me how long I've been asleep and how Mm -hmm. productively. So that's cool. But then I would also just kind of note how much stuff I'd done throughout the day. And I feel like I can really tell that in my life. Like Mm -hmm. I have days now where I'm super productive. I'm getting a bunch of stuff off my to-do list. Feels great. I love it. Other days I just putter around and like, yeah, I'll still do stuff, but it'll be like, I don't know. I'm like managing the files on my computer, watching Breaking Bad, you know, like (laughs) this feels kind of productive. I'm getting something off the list, but I just don't feel like moving around and doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you get a headache and it's like, you're just kind of out for the count or that tyranny of the urgent or just like a bunch of fires keep coming up yep. and you're like okay well i obviously i'm gonna handle this now i've got the meeting at three i need to prepare for that okay let's do that until three. Oh, now i'm having the meeting okay yeah. oh meeting at five getting ready for that meeting oh yeah. now it's the evening okay better get dinner mm-hmm. yeah and that's... you just feel like you're reacting all day yeah anyways i i feel like i've i can tell when I'm having a productive day mm-hmm. like I as I was starting to drink magic mind I thought oh I'll know if this is helping me mm-hmm. okay but I've got to say I feel like I can tell if the day is going to be like that within the first half hour to hour oh, wow. of the day like I'll just know if I have the right kind of energy and focus on taking on some of the bigger tasks like Things that either I've been putting off for a while or that aren't immediately due. Yeah. Sometimes I just feel like, oh, wow, I'm just, I'm so in the zone. I'm getting stuff done. Yeah. Uh, Conveniently. And you can tell that in the first hour. Yeah. I'll I'll already like be popping out of bed. I'll be doing stuff. Uh And, you know, next thing you know, it's four and I've already done a ton of stuff. And I'm feeling great about that day. But I think as I'm getting older... That's less common. Mm. And I used to be able to like just work all through the night. I Mm -hmm. would like 
have like my early day productivity and then I'd have my late at night productivity. Mm-hmm. And that last thing is pretty much gone away. I'm just, okay. I'm not the late night productive guy anymore. That's okay. Yeah. You don't need to fill your entire day with that. I think I've gotten a little more protective of my sleep. Yeah, good. Um, I'm yeah. glad to hear it. But sleep is productive. And I used to be able to get by on fumes and I don't anymore. Yeah, and- man, I could never do that. Which, yeah, I guess like the upside though is you don't have to go through that evening out process. Like I didn't get older and crash. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of the same. I turned 40 recently. I know. Happy birthday. Thank you. And a lot of people had told me, like independently, (laughs) I kept being warned by people, I woke up on my 40th birthday and I couldn't see anymore. Like my eyes just gave out. All of a sudden, I was like, like, suggestion to me. Right? Well, it had been suggested to me. And so I remember getting up on my 40th birthday and kind of looking around. (laughs) Still works. I still work. Good. I've been very fortunate. I've never had corrective lenses. I've always had great vision and so far so good. So Yeah, you told this story at your birthday party in Griffith Park. (laughs) uh, And I told you, boy, sure sounds like a nocebo effect. (laughs) <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, it yeah, was very good. You guys, it was within seconds. It was, I'm so proud of myself. And Carrie got me, among other things, a book with sightings of Elvis. <laughs> and He's I, alive, you guys. With my excellent eyes, I was able to find him in every photo. <laughs> it's funny. I just went to the optometrist yesterday and yeah? my vision has gotten better. What? Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. That just happens to work out, right? I know. Well, I said to her, like, well, that just suggests, like, that our subjective experience of, like, making the prescription the first time was off, right? Potentially. And and she was like, no, I'm looking at your eye. And, like, as you age, your eyeball hardens a little. And it seems to have just created, like, this extra room that blah, 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 blah. Correcting for something that was miscalibrated in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, no, you seem to actually be getting better eyesight. Speaking of Elvis, his best song of all time, of course, is. Wise men say. Is that what we're going for? No. Only fools rush I never it? promised you a rose garden. <laughs> oh, wow. That was so close. <laughs> I set you up. Yeah, I don't know the tune. No, it's good. That was very close. <laughs> Actually, I've been really hooked on this Elvis song lately that I didn't know about. Until before I saw the new Baz Luhrmann film, I found out that Elvis had done this 1968 comeback special, and I kind of always knew that he had done that, but I was watching it, and I saw this song called If I Can Dream. Hmm. I was like, this song is amazing. And so I kept watching it, and I was playing it with Drew, my son. And, uh, oh, yeah, we were on a... Oh, yeah, I'm married to Ross's. (laughs) Yeah, that's confusing. We were driving back from visiting family up north, and we knew we were going to watch the Elvis movie soon, so we were, like, just boning up on Elvis music. Mm -hmm. And that's when we listened to the Never Promise You Rose Garden and also this song, If I Can Dream. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) So lately... I've been seeing on YouTube, there's all these reaction videos of people watching the music video, like for the first time, like I've never seen the song before. And then they get all teary or they talk about how great it is. Or you just sit and watch their face for five minutes while the song goes on. There's this whole thing of reaction videos on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen reaction videos, but like that song in particular is garnering. I've seen at least two dozen reaction videos to that. Strange. Well, one song. Okay, I know we got to head into our ads soon, but first, should I watch this video? I feel like I need to shoot a reaction video of you watching (laughs) Elvis. What's the song called? If I Can Dream. It's a great song. There's a little context behind it. So. Okay. 
<laughs> we are off track in this. We, we are, need magic minds. We are seriously, yeah. The uh, Eltheanine is not kicking in. This was again 1968. So Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. had died. Had just been murdered. Yeah. And then Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure just how true the movie's context is, but apparently Colonel Tom Parker, who was Elvis's manager, just wanted him to do this like Christmas special, wear like the sweater with the snowman and sing all of these, you know, oh, yeah. Christmas things. And Elvis wanted nothing to do with that. And he had these like newer managers trying to creep in who were having him sing like some of his hits. And then the Robert Kennedy news came and he said, I need to sing something that means something. And so one of his songwriters wrote this song. Okay. All right. Now not like on, not like in that moment. Like, just, but maybe that within week. the, yeah, within the few wow. days before he, okay. he sang <laughs> okay, this. He's going to take a video, you a guys. A brand okay. new song. Okay. Here we go. This is my real reaction. <laughs> the cinematography is really good yeah okay yeah. all right i feel like that sells it i also like his long coat i feel like i could wear that as a dress very good yeah good good song okay thumbs up Gary <laughs> <laughs> Pierce. all right he's pretty good that's like most of the other reaction videos on youtube so <laughs> <laughs> or just people being like okay i mean usually they're a little more passionate yeah about yeah it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow, I've never heard him like this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he was a great singer. Yeah. That's my personal take on Elvis. Yeah. Really good singer. Hot take, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know everyone glosses over this part, but uh, I actually think he was a really good so singer. So I'm sure we've just cut past the song because there's no reason for us to just play it <laughs> on the thing. podcast. But I, I swear, I'll put that up on YouTube. And I'll also put up our mustard and ketchup eating. There oh, we, great. There we go. That is my promise to all of you as I work on this episode this weekend. And I'll put up my song. I never promised you a rose garden. Yeah, I don't live with you and this is already annoying. (laughs) You started doing it a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, isn't that the worst when you start following along with the bit? It's funny. My mom has a lot of weird little catchphrases. Like if someone says something positive about her, she'll say, I received that. And... (laughs) So we jokingly started it's saying so that ourselves, like, I received that. So my, now all three of us in our household say that, and it's, it's it somehow left that. the realm of ironic. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah sure. Sure. Okay, so at my wedding, <laughs> my best friend Claire's- Since we're completely off the topic of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, magic mind doesn't work. So <laughs> yeah, Our brains morning. are wondering, we both took it this morning, and here we are, we're off topic- <laughs> Uh, at my wedding, my best friend Claire, who was my maid of honor, her mom and dad were there because her mom was playing the harp mm-hmm. and her dad's a good guy. And her dad came up to me during <laughs> the reception, uh-huh. walks like beelines to me, holds out both hands to either side of my face and says, accept and allow. <laughs> I remember you telling me this. Are you okay? He was, uh, yeah, I just, just wonder still- how like prepared that was does he say to everybody who's getting him married except and allow i locked eyes with him and was like waiting for more and then finally he said that's the secret to marriage you accept happiness and you let it wash over you you allow it you don't fight it you allow it let happiness come 
And then Drew walked up and he said it all over again to Drew. And the whole thing took 20 minutes. Yeah. But we find ourselves actually like saying these things <laughs> now, like finding the kernel <laughs> in it where we're like, we just need to accept and allow. Yeah. And now it's great wisdom in and this home. of all the things said that day, how many do you remember word for word? Precious few, right? I do. I remember that. That was you one remember of saying lines. that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, who sponsored this? Well, Carrie, today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace and Third Love. Oh my gosh, both of them. In part, because our listeners are our main supporters. That's right. If I were trying to build a website about all of my Elvis sightings, I would probably use Squarespace. You know who has a Squarespace website? Hmm. Camp Quest West. Yeah, it's an all-in-one platform for building your brand, growing your business online. Mm -hmm. You get to stand out with a beautiful website. There's all these great tools for you to sell whatever you want, to engage with your audience, to put a lot of effort into it and customize it, Mm -hmm. or use some of the beautiful templates and just have it look professional right off the bat and on mobile devices too, which is a big deal. Yeah, you can sell your products in an online store, whether Mm -hmm. you sell physical or digital products. Whether you're proud of your work or whether America has reduced you to making something useless, but this is where you are right now, you can make a website about that. Absolutely. Speaking of physical stores, I'm just putting this out into the world. I feel like for the TV show Rick and Morty, Mm -hmm. there should be a physical store called called Brick and and Morty. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Get that going. Feel free to run with that. Just, you know, do proper licensing. (laughs) (laughs) Putting that out there. But these are the kind of ideas that Squarespace supports. Because even if you have a Brick and Morty building, you need a website. (laughs) Because... People are going to look it up online. I do it all the time. Before I go to an actual store, I look at their website. Yeah. I want to see what they got. We need to check out the menu if it's a restaurant. We want to, you know, Absolutely. see the goods. Everybody needs a website. How disorienting is it when you want to go to a restaurant for dinner and your friends are like, oh, I love Cookie Joe's. And then you're like, Cookie Joe has no menu yeah, available. I'm, I don't see a website. There's nothing yeah. on Google Maps. I know nothing about this. It's so This is a fly-by-night operation. Yeah. So you can also add online booking and yep. scheduling for so your, cool. your classes, your sessions, yep, yep, yep. whatever it is you sell. And clients can easily see your availability or reschedule if needed. And that just takes the hassle out of coordinating all those events. And we've talked about this before. I, I think it's so cool. You can go to squarespace.com slash Ono and start building a page without putting any money down. You can just make sure you like the tools and that it does what you want it to. And you can actually start building your site then and there and then decide, okay, yeah, let's make this real. Let's buy the domain. Let's publicize this. I think that's so cool. And I I think it shows like a real confidence in the product and the tools that like, "Eh, just get into the ecosystem, start sandboxing. Totally. And all the websites are optimized for mobile. Content automatically adjusts so your site looks great on any device. So head to squarespace.com slash oh no for that free trial. And then when you're ready to launch, use the offer code oh no to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace. They never promised you a rose garden. That's their slogan. But Ross, you know what I'm wearing in addition to clothing? I think you're suggesting a certain type of clothing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like under my clothes, kind of. Yeah, well, as anybody can see, if they watch your Elvis 
if I can dream reaction video, uh-huh. Carrie has a bra underneath mm-hmm. her regular dress, which is, is that corduroy? Yeah, it's Very a cordu- nice. orange corduroy dress. Pretty cute, right? Yeah, I like it. But yeah, it's the kind where you can see a little hint of my bra. And so you can confirm, because you know all the third love bras, correct? Yes. Yeah, you've memorized all of them. As I know you the can catalog see, well. As you can see, this is obviously one from these two centimeters of bra showing. Very nice. And it's brown goes well with the orange dress. Mm-hmm. See, this all could be you, listener. And they're comfortable bras, right? They are. They, they genuinely are. I really do buy my bras from them now. Like, even if they weren't advertising on this podcast, I think I would buy their bras. I mean, I can't know because we don't actually know who we would be in other circumstances. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> but, and I'm sure this is what the advertiser wants from me right now. It's just some, <laughs> like, some thoughts about the nature of reality. Sure. But I'm pretty sure... I would still buy their bras because they're so good. They're so comfortable. They have no slip straps. We can't be everything everywhere all at once. But for this reality that we are in, Carrie... (laughs) Really like their bras. Really likes third love bras. Yeah. And what's not to like? Because they've got the shoulders that don't slip. Mm -hmm. That's a great feature. Mm -hmm. They don't put the tags on there so you don't have to cut off the tags. Oh my God, yes. Which I always find myself doing. And they have the classic t-shirt bra that delivers on style and comfort. That's their number one and millions of people agree this bra makes their boobs happy. It's the next best thing to a rose garden. It's the next best thing to a rose garden. Also, third love bras come in A through H sizes and their exclusive half cup sizes. So lots of options in there. Yeah. So love your fit guaranteed. And if not, just exchange them for return. It's free for 60 days. Ta-da. What's the problem? Yeah, what could go wrong? Come here? on, Morgan, step up here. And feeling is believing, so give your boobs the 24-7 comfort and support they deserve. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash oh no. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash oh no. Yay. Yay. Okay, so Ross. Ross, is it? I'm Ross. Shall I tell you how my brain actually did on Magic Mind? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This was a good experiment because I've lately been logging all of my work. So I have these oh. these activity logs. And okay. I'll show you. Mine are paper. But like, as you can see, I just write down. Carrie's got a yellow binder. There is an owl in the front flap. Oh, uh, yes. That's but that's not important. Um, What's important is, yeah, you've got these uh, lined pages and time start and end and then like a description of what you've been doing. Yes. And this goes all the way back to, I think, June. Goes back oh, to June. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was like, well, this is perfect. I'm already tracking. I'm already seeing how time am I spending on various parts of my day? Yeah. And I'm going to be able to see if I'm more productive with this stuff. Okay. So I just decided to use a very simple metric. I wouldn't nickel and dime myself about what kind of productivity it was. And was it, do I think this was really hard work or really easy work? When I tried to do that, it got too complicated. So I just decided, okay, when did you start work and when did you finish? Ah. And I'm just going to take that number. Yeah. And, and, it, um, and usually you have that kind of discrete beginning and end. Not in my mind as it's happening. Okay. But then when I go back and look at the log, there will be a point where the next thing I write is like, watching Married at First Sight with Drew. <laughs> and they'll say, that's not work. So what was... 
surprising about this is that I would very quickly forget whether I had drunk Magic Mind that morning. Mm. Very quickly. Interesting. Yeah, it just had no... So there wasn't like a residual feeling of like, this is in my system. No, not okay. at all. And I am a coffee drinker. I drink it every morning. Okay. Just the one. But I didn't have any sense of it doing anything except for the first day. The first day... Boy, that first initial placebo bump, it just seems like your body's just going to do that or not. And like, I can go into these things fairly immune and still go, my gosh, this was amazing the first time. And then it goes away. I feel like that. I like the term placebo bump. I feel Mm -hmm. like that is responsible for so many sales of things in general. Yeah. Because when you're first just focused on this issue, like I need more energy in my life, but I want calm energy, not jittery energy. As soon as you're expecting that or looking for that, there's an effect there. Yeah. Yeah. There does seem to be. And I think the placebo effect happens in stages Mm -hmm. and they happen differently for different people and they have different tales and blah, 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 blah. But it does seem like even with my higher brain involved and being fairly informed about these things, I still just get that first first day. It still happens. Mm -hmm. But I can honestly say after that, I could not have told you which days I took Magic Mind at all. Did not remember until Unless I s- you had it written down. Yeah. Okay. Until I sat down before this recording and said, okay, go back through, see which days you did Magic Mind, and let's see how many day- hours you worked. Yeah. And the results are funny. Okay. Um, so on the average day that I didn't take Magic Mind over this experimental period, I worked 10.64 hours on an average day. Okay. If I took Magic Mind, the average was 9.25 hours. Oh, okay. So one uh, less hour yeah. of productivity. Yeah, an hour and 15 minutes less, something like that. Yeah. That, that's so funny because on the website, it says bold and beautiful, 30 to 40% more productive. Oh, no. Which is a really big number. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk a bit about these components inside the drink later. Yeah, here we go. 30 to 40% more productive. And then there's a quote from Amy J saying, I've never considered an energy drink that also helps combat stress. Coffee only wakes me up. This makes me focused and more productive. Uh, I don't see Carrie 10% less productive. Yeah, it looks like it's about uh, 13% less productive. Okay. Yeah. Now, do I actually think Magic Mind was decreasing my productivity no i don't i think that this is a very small sample right but we definitely don't get anything impressive here and then one thing you noted to me when you came in was that it actually says on the website that this is a vasodilator which means that Mm -hmm. it expands the blood flow in the brain yeah um and i thought well hang on like I take vasoconstrictors sometimes, right, to stop headaches. Okay. So. Did I experience an increase in headaches? Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like ibuprofen, that's what it does, right? It like barely decreases the size of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, And here we're increasing them. So I said to myself, I said, Carrie, you also keep a headache log. Let's compare. This will be no problem. And I pulled out my handy-dandy headache and poop calendar. We've talked about it before. Having a good August. Here are all my poops, Ross. (laughs) Oh, look at all those happy (laughs) poop emojis. (laughs) Okay, so good news in that category. I had 28% headache days without Magic Mind and 16% headache days with Magic Mind. So if we went just by that, it was decreasing my headaches. Again, I think probably coincidence, but... 
came out on top. This uh, reminds me of little Lisa Simpson coming out with a a chart of happiness on the y-axis and intelligence on the (laughs) x-axis. And she said, As intelligence goes up, happiness often goes down. In fact, I made a graph. I make a lot of graphs. (laughs) <laughs> her happiness is going down because she makes a lot of graphs because yeah she's smart good old lisa i just see you have a lot of logs and paper oh paper my records gosh of you have no you idea it's funny because i think of myself as an obsessive record keeper oh but my God. Uh, you take it to another level i'm going, going to, to another level. level i never promised to um there is a Call chart back. chart behind you of ella's <laughs> Various things she gets every day. Okay. Uh, there's another chart in the other room with all the habits I try to do every day. Yeah. There's uh, a spreadsheet. Oh, that is, that's of the symptoms. circular chart with yep. the little. Yeah, the that's very tracker. elaborate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I won't bore you with all my tracking devices. Yeah, but I thought, so many. I would have thought of myself compared to the average public as being an obsessive record keeper, but uh, yeah, Carrie uh, definitely holds that crown. It only happened in the last couple of years. I don't know what happened. Okay. It just broke. Well, you can't blame Magic Mind because that came along later. Mm-hmm. How did Magic Mind go for you, Ross? So, so like I said, I can tell when I'm having a super productive day and I love it. That feels so good. Yeah, definitely. And then it's like, why can't I do that every day? And if there were really a drink, a two ounce bottle, mm-hmm. if it was six dollars, oh, yeah. I would I would totally pay for that if I knew it could guaranteed make me have one of those super productive days where I'm just getting everything done. And coffee can't do that I mean, for this, you, right? Oh, it does the opposite. Oh man. So starting the third day, I started taking coffee and yeah, it makes me jittery, it makes me uncomfortable, it makes my it's hard to describe, but like my eyelids and skin feel thinner. And it's just like, I just want to go lay down and wait for this feeling to leave me. Oh, God. I don't feel productive. Yeah, I don't like coffee, and uh, I've been drinking it (laughs) for weeks now. (laughs) Thank you, Ross. So I have a note here on the sixth day of taking Magic Mine. And I said, I sometimes have super productive days, but I haven't yet while drinking this stuff, which I think is telling. Yeah. You know, because it should start to settle in. It should start to, I guess, counteract that caffeine effect. Yeah. And it really wasn't until I I stopped taking it on my birthday, August 6th, because I had run out of our first shipment and Mm. I ordered that second shipment. Mm -hmm. So I took like four days off. And it was funny, the first day back on it, I did have one of those super productive days mm. where I was just like killing it, you know, like getting everything done. And, oh, yeah, this is great. Why can't I be like this all the time? And why do I always plan my future out on these days when I have all the energy level that mm. I assume I'm going to have in perpetuity? Oh, I see. Like I make plans for myself when I'm like in oh. that super productive mode. Okay. Just assuming I will always be. Anyways, I, I could tell that I was before I took the magic mind. Oh, right. And I was like, oh, now magic. Magic Mind and the coffee are going to get credit for this. And th- there, there are days where I, like, I kind of dreaded taking the coffee. Uh-huh. Like, I would wake up at, say, 7 a.m. and I would be doing lots of stuff. And I'd be like, oh, I need to take, okay. 
and go oh, make no. the coffee. And so oftentimes I it wouldn't get my vim and vigor. Now. It wouldn't be until nine, nine thirty that I actually went and made the coffee. It's like it almost an interruption of all of the work I was getting done. So, you know, again, very small sample size here. We're talking about 13 days that I've done it. But I would say maybe out of those 13 days, I had four days that I would describe as like super productive. Okay. And what's baseline? I would say that's a little lower than baseline. Mm. I'm not blaming Magic Mind. I almost said Magic Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easy not, to do. I'm not blaming Magic Mind for that I think same it feels like it's out of my hands it's just like some days I have the energy to just tackle everything Mm -hmm. and get everything done and some days I just don't and I have to find the smaller stuff to putter around with yeah that's okay um but I would feel like if anything I was less productive under the influence of magic mind and I'm I'm really excited for when I can stop drinking coffee Except I think we've already lined up another coffee-related investigation. Oh, right. So. I, I can think of two. There's one that we started and stopped. Well, there will be more coffee in the future of this podcast. There will. So, so overall, I think that's the summary, is I knew before I took Magic Mind each day whether I was going to be productive or not, and that was correct. And I even had days where I'd taken the coffee and I needed an afternoon nap. You know, and and I would mm-hmm. say the magic mind did not fully remove that or even noticeably remove yeah. that jitteriness that comes with coffee. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't a helpful corrective. On the bottle, it says, take alongside your morning caffeine. Now, of course, we keep talking about coffee. I, I could have maybe drank soda or something like that. But how would you do this? I would like take a long sip of the coffee and I'd take a quick sip of this little drink. Mm. And I'd take a long sip of the coffee and little. So uh. they, I'd kind of stagger them together. That's how I did it most of the time. Oh, I just chugged it. You I was like. Chugged the whole thing. Yeah. I it's mean, so I, would, small. I would start my coffee and then I would grab it. Uh, I would just be like, oh, let's write Magic Mind. And then I would go and I would chug it because you guys, this shit is gross. <laughs> It's hard to describe. I'm sorry, Trivashay. I mean, we've tried a lot of juicing, yeah, uh, green juices, and it's in that category. Like it tastes like a mm-hmm. green juice that you would have when you're on some kind of juicing diet. But it's yeah, it's very tart. Yeah, I mean, like citrusy. The first ingredient is ashwagandha, which I've had before. Oh, you I know mean, that flavor? Yeah, I think that's the main flavor. Oh, it's- I don't recognize that flavor. Yeah, it's not terribly good. And then you add these other things like cumins in there. Um, Turmeric. Yeah. That's a strong flavor. Yeah, it it really feels like a blend. It's a sharp flavor. It's like watery. It's it's not chalky, but there's definitely like, and you're supposed to shake it. The instructions are, it even says somewhere on one of the boxes or printouts says, shake it like you mean it. And so I would always very intentionally shake it. Like he meant it. And then it says, number two, breathe. So I would even stop and, (laughs) okay, I'm going to take my magic mind. And then step three is drink. But yeah, wait, I'm going to I'm gonna go open up the one I kept in the fridge because it's best okay. served chilled. And I'm going to drink it and see if I can get better words to describe what it tastes like. Okay. Ross is at my apartment. He rises. He walks to the fridge. He is removing the magic mind from the fridge. He is shaking it like he means it. He is coming back to the chair. He is sitting. I mean to shake this drink. Mm-hmm. Should I drink this one while you drink that one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We have some left over. Oh, let's get Drew. Should we get Drew? Yeah. Hey, babe. Okay. (laughs) Drew says, okay, he's coming. Yeah, he still hasn't tasted this, I don't think. Oh, okay. We get the hot take from Drew. Yeah. 
is a real human's real reaction. Magic mind for Drew. I think Drew might like it. Okay. Drew likes some weird stuff, though. All right, I'll let Drew drink his first and okay. give us his reaction. Yeah. Say something into the microphone, babe. He's just shaking his head. It was a very small sip. He could not be here. He's spitting into the sink. Wow. Oh. Damn. Rejection. Okay, he's grabbing a paper towel. He's wiping his mouth. This is all done in stony silence. It's like matcha if matcha went bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like if it started to like churn, like you know how milk yeah. gets sour? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if like matcha spoiled in the same way milk does. Oh god. Wow, that's a that's a very apt description. And you like matcha, right? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we should I mention like yeah, it. matcha is one of the major components. I do like matcha and this is not an improvement. Do you want a one, two, three and chug? Okay. One, two, three. Oh, yeah, I've never done that before, like taking it all at once. <coughs> That's oh. what I usually do when I somehow fucked it up this time. <laughs> Wrong pipe. Yeah. Oh. I got too excited. I was like, I'm chugging it with my friend. And then oh. I smiled and then I choked. You know what? That's very helpful, Drew. There is kind of a staleness to it. Yeah. And there's always like a little bit of just green detritus left at the bottom of it. And there is an expiration on the bottom. Yeah, I noticed February it was like... February 11th, 2023. So we're way... We got time. Way ahead of time. We're not uh At least... Oh, this is stamped with a type one plastic. <laughs> okay, I can recycle these. Mm, good. At the Burbank Recycle Center. That'll be <clears throat> the best possible thing that happens to those bottles. Okay, so should we talk about what's in this? Sure, yeah, ashwagandha, which calms you down, supposedly, right? That's right. Okay, so we've got a whole... I'm going to their science page. If you go to magicmind.co slash science, it now goes to slash pages slash learn. But it says right at the top, magic meets science, which, again, got a little flag for me. Tells you the story from the founder about what desperate straits he was in. But then we get to magic properties, real ingredients. So what's in here? All right. Our first is matcha green tea. That boosts energy, has natural L-theanine that reduces stress and anxiety, and contains 130 times the antioxidants of regular green tea. Now, when you select any of these ingredients, they then provide links at the bottom They've got little numbers here, one, two, three. And when you mouse over them, you see, oh, this actually goes to PubMed. Okay, so we're like on NIH.gov. We'll we'll talk about those in a little bit. Uh, Let's first just talk about each ingredient and what it does. Uh, By the way, they mention in multiple places that not only is there matcha, but it is ceremonial grade matcha. What does that mean? I don't know. Matcha ceremony. I mean, that might be something. Yeah. yeah. Is it purer? Yeah, it looks like that's the claim. Okay. Next, we have honey. Honey. Which, which is listed as a natural sweetener that supports the immune system. And then there's... What does that mean? And then there's no link Nothing. to a study. Yeah, no link to a study. And then, of course, elsewhere in their literature, it says that honey makes you happy. Yeah. Like, that's just an understood thing. Yeah, I think they're just thinking, like, sweets. Everyone likes them. I mean, if you're Pooh Bear. <laughs> that's true. Then there's Bacopa Monieri. Sounds right to me. 
and that supports attention, cognitive processing, and working memory. And then you get your four links. All of them are to PubMed. That's like the only source, which normally is a great place to link to. Next in the lineup comes Lion's Mane Mushrooms. I see that. Actually, sorry. One of these is a write-up of a clinical trial, and it actually lists an error right in the top. It says dosage error in article text. Wow. Okay. And it's from 2001. I guess that's fine. But yeah, good of them to follow up, as they do. Uh, So for the Lion's Mane Mushrooms, that supposedly reduces post-exercise inflammation as well as anxiety. And turmeric, which they say reduces post-exercise inflammation and helps maintain healthy circulation. Interesting. Yeah, very similar. And yet I don't see them really advertising this as a post-exercise drink per se. Phosphatidylserine Mm -hmm. supports memory and attention span. Now, I don't believe in a word like this. So I believe it's pahospahatidylserine. You know, to their credit, at least this website isn't saying don't consume anything you can't pronounce. Oh, true. That's one of my least favorite... uh, (laughs) <laughs> talking points. Very powerful ad campaign out of dryers in like the mid 90s that started that. Oh, did they start that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, a pox upon them. <laughs> Vitamin C, which it says boosts the immune system. Got to keep boosting that immune system. Whatever that means, which is not much. Cordyceps mushrooms supports endurance while also reducing post exercise inflammation. And enhancing immunity support. A lot of post-exercise stuff here. Barely talk about that. Right. Echinacea, which again supports a healthy immune system, does not boost, just supports. Yeah, okay. Vitamin (laughs) D3 supports cognitive performance and the immune system, promising evidence for battling depressive symptoms. Hmm, promising evidence. Okay. Ashwagandha supports the reduction of stress and anxiety. And Rhodiola rosea improves endurance and reduces fatigue. Interesting, a lot more like uh, performance stuff in yeah, this than, uh, than you'd expect. Yeah, from what they're really advertising this for. This feels like a kitchen sink kind of thing. Like, hey, let's just, you know, anything that has kind of a purported influence that sounds like it matches our bottom line of what we're trying to accomplish. Let's just throw it in there and shake it up. But when you follow those links, it's quite an amalgam of some that show some efficacy, potentially, Mm -hmm. always like a small effect, if any. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not what it says, like I mentioned earlier in the email with the vitamin C, where it's not talking about boosting the immune system. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just ignoring other articles you could find on the same site that showed the opposite or a negative reaction. It feels very much like they just did a quick search on PubMed, found anything that loosely looked like it was kind of about that substance, and then said, aha, all right, this looks supporting, let's put it here. But what you get is a a bunch of subtle, if any, effect ingredients all lumped together with the claim of like 30 to 40% productivity increase. Yeah, I'm looking at one article I randomly clicked on from this science page, and it says on here, very low certainty yeah. in the effect. Yeah, as you're saying, a lot of times these studies just show that if you were incredibly diligent about this and took sometimes very high doses and you did it every day and you paid quite a lot for it, maybe you'd get this tiny little effect mm-hmm. and it's like 
okay, I guess if that's worth it to you, but don't sell it as the sort of magical potion that's going to improve my day when yeah. you really can't say that here. One I clicked on for the phosphatidylserine. I don't know why I picked that one because it's hard to pronounce, but it's a study on cognitive decline in the elderly. A double-blind, placebo-controlled, multi-center study on efficacy of phosphatidylserine administration. I mean, like, that's not the target audience. Yeah, so, yeah, that brings up another problem with this. And this is often raised in the conversation around vitamins, which is the body wants to achieve consistency. It wants to be that boat that's rocking on top of the sea and nothing's going wrong. And if you are at that point, then adding vitamin D into the mix, Mm -hmm. if you're not deficient in vitamin D, is probably not going to do much. Now, maybe you are. Yeah. Maybe you are. I'm, I'm clicking on one of the vitamin D studies that are cited, and it's the effect of vitamin D supplementation on depressive symptoms in adults. That's not what we're testing for this drink. It did say something about mood, right? Oh, maybe. I guess so. But that still feels like a real stretch. Yeah. And, you know, what... Vitamin D is like one of the most common things people are deficient in. So did we look for that first? You know, I mean, to do this well, Mm -hmm. you want to control things a lot. And it feels to me like a company like this kind of capitalizes on those gaps in understanding. There's like Mm -hmm. a sort of lack of of science literacy. Yeah. And they've kind of followed half the steps in including PubMed articles, which Mm -hmm. is, yeah, that is a good first step to check the literature. And they've provided those links. So it looks like they're doing uh, due diligence, but maybe just diligence without the due part. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do due diligence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I mentioned before, they've got their kind of collection of experts. And the first one is Dr. Andrew Weil, who is just known for promoting anything that will... Well, I I can't say what his motives are, but, you know, he's on a lot of things that are not supported. Like, you know, seeing his endorsement means as much as seeing Dr. Oz's endorsement. It's the same sort of figure, somebody who had medical credentials and is, I think, misusing them. Yeah, it's so hard to when someone is a clinician who like isn't very often interacting with the research, Mm -hmm. their expertise is relevant. And for most of us, for most people in the room, will probably be higher expertise than the guy next to them. Yeah. But I'm not going to compare Dr. Brandon Rugg uh-huh. from Bedford, Oregon to someone who's actually steeped in the research and the most recent data about this. Um, And I feel like usually these sites just bring out clinician after clinician after clinician. Mm -hmm. The next person who's mentioned in that list is Dan Engel, MD. And he also co-wrote that book that mm. they were giving the free sample. Yeah. And when you look at his medical directorships held, it's a lot of places that look kind of like Rhythmia that we visited, mm. like places for plant medicine, mm. uh, shamanically based integrative addiction recovery programs. Uh, there was one that was an e- Ibogaine center. Oh, wow. An alternative to med center in Sedona, Arizona. Yeah, that one was like to get you off your psych meds. Yeah, helping people transition mm. off of psychiatric medications. So yeah, it's a um, little suspicious. Yeah, that, that raises red flags for me. But what they always say is test it yourself. And, you know, one anecdote just kind of cancels out the other. Mm-hmm. If I liked it and you didn't like, what's anybody supposed to do with that? But this time you get a twofer. Yeah. Both of us don't want to drink this shit again. <laughs> yeah, I think I 
I dislike the flavor less than you do. Okay, what would you give the flavor on a scale of one to ten? Where one is, I don't know, your own pee, <laughs> something you have drunk, and ten is uh, a really good lemonade from Santa Cruz. Okay, I would say five. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like okay. I wouldn't say it's disgusting, but it's also not like something I would seek out and drink on purpose. Yeah, it's not supposed to be a drink. At least to their credit, they treat it, this little two ounce bottle, as one serving size. I would be very annoyed if they're like two servings per bottle. Oh, yeah. They don't try to pull that thing on you. Well, I'm satisfied. Speaking of additional reviews... I like that on their website, it doesn't seem like they've filtered the reviews because there's a lot of negative reviews with people who are upset, didn't like it, feel it didn't work, wanted their money back. So I'll, I'll give them credit, at least on their website. It doesn't look like they've put any work to filtering out dissatisfied customers from their yeah, reviews. That's... It's just all hanging out there. Yeah, I do get the impression that these people are confident in their product, think it works. I I would suspect that the maker's all in on it. But yeah, it really just drowns you in the storytelling, the testimonials, the reviews, the little booklets, and just kind of the same handful of talking points repeated ad nauseum in different ways. Yeah. So Ross, what would you give Magic Mind on a pseudoscience scale? Where one is something that's not at all pseudoscientific, something that's scientific, Mm -hmm. like the evolution of the human body by natural selection oh that played a very important role in our evolution so okay that would be a one yeah and then 10 is something that's really pseudoscientific outside of scientific consensus Mm. like um that that same body your body is made up of trillions of cells of goat sperm oh it's not see oh you switched it up on me there (laughs) yeah not goat sperm you didn't expect that no 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 okay On that scale, I would give this, I'm going to say an 8. Oh, wow. Maybe even 8.5, let's say. Uh, Because, yeah, I feel like it really does try to sell itself as being concerned about the science. And as we said, you know, linking to studies, I think enough to, I would say, kind of hornswoggle somebody who appreciates the appearance of science, wants to know that there's experts, wants to see studies backing up these pretty big claims but I think taking advantage of that a bit and, mm. and misrepresenting it. And and definitely, I feel like science is part of this. I'm looking at on their website, big bold letters, magic meets science. So yeah, 8.5. Mm. How about you? Wow. Yeah, I wasn't going to go that high. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my gut here and say six. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely agree that it's um, sort of speaking the language of science. Mm-hmm. And definitely agree that it's overstating its case by quite a lot. I guess I have a certain respect for this person's probably trying. Mm-hmm. And I think this guy's probably trying. I okay. think he probably means it and he's probably like, no, 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 I want to look at the studies. Hey, Gail, let's not say more than we can. Let's check this. He's probably not doing a great job of that. Yeah. But I, I kind of respect the giving a shit. Yeah. And that's fair. Like, I would say they're probably like, I, I trust that they're actually putting in the materials that they say they are. Yeah. Like, because you could just squeeze some lemon in there and, you know, a little Remember bit of- Remember fucking Perium? Yeah. Ground up lead <laughs> or whatever it is you have around. <laughs> that's right. And then just say that you included Almost. all these mushrooms. No, we haven't had it tested or anything like that. But I, I feel confident that- 
They actually did try to obtain ceremonial grade matcha, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. and put it in there. So I would certainly give them a higher pseudoscience rating if I felt it was just, you know, like oatmeal and (laughs) green food coloring. What if the matcha was just made by someone whose name was Sarah Monial? <laughs> then spelling Sarah, would still be out there. The spelling would still be uh, <laughs> deceptive. But I hope there's someone named yeah. Ceremonial. Sarah, if you're listening, I'd really love that. Is a great you. character name. Yeah, definitely. Someone's got to use that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> On the little trifold that comes with each box, it says from the founder after telling his story. So after nearly a decade of research with our scientific advisory team of medical doctors, researchers, and PhDs, a best-selling book, and over 55 iterations, I'm excited to share... Over 55. (laughs) Over 55. (laughs) This is WD-56 we're drinking. I'm excited to share this magical morning ritual drink made for the 21st century with you. Again, we went from science to magic all in one paragraph. Yeah, if you're combining science and magic, you better be James Randi. Well, what would you give this, Carrie, on a pocket drainer scale? Where one is something not very pocket draining, you find a quarter on the ground. Oh my God, that's the opposite. And you save Someone it for laundry day. Someone else's pocket was drained, and here I am. Oh, touche, but we're talking about your pocket. Yeah. Whereas a 10 is something very pocket draining. Okay. You've got to buy gas two months ago. <laughs> I see. This has got to be... One of those things that belongs on a meme that's like, the most expensive fluids. Is it blood? <laughs> yeah, is it right. ink? Is it's it insulin? Yeah. No, it's magic minds. Actually, wait a second. Let's do the math there. Okay. Oh, apparently scorpion venom came up as the most expensive liquid in the world. Oh, wow. Because people always talk about printer ink being absurdly expensive. Right. Okay, printer ink is $2,700 per gallon. Wow, that is a lot. You know what? Let's use that as our metric. Okay. Oh, perfume. God, imagine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, but yeah, let's use printer ink. Okay, black printer ink, $2,700 per gallon. We have to multiply by 64 to get a gallon. 64. 64. (laughs) I get it this time. Okay, so if it's $5.95 per two-ounce bottle, you know, without the subscription plan, and we multiply that by 64, we're looking at $380.80 per gallon. And what was the printer ink? 2700 Okay, well, now it sounds downright cheap. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's about like penicillin. Okay. I'm going to throw down for penicillin being more valuable. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, in my opinion... Oh, a waste. And I'm I'm so annoyed by a bunch of little plastic bottles. I'm glad they're recyclable, but this feels so wasteful to begin with. You know, and- I'm really assiduous about recycling stuff. And I'll admit, I was tossing those out for a while because yeah. you, you always have to get all the food material off of them. So I'm mm-hmm. going to have to fill each little two ounce bottle with water, shake it around to clean yeah. it. And then I can't really get this label off, but I'll, I'll put it in the recycling. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. That's a lot of material. Yeah. Most people don't, I'm sure. I'm sure on some level this rating is just like, how offended are we by paying? (laughs) But I'm kind of offended. So I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's uh, very expensive. Now, if 
truly, I did feel like this made me 30 to 40% more productive, mm. I would say it would be worth $6, Six bucks, a bottle. Sure. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case. And so, you know, I've, I'll leave aside how much those materials that they put in there cost. Maybe it does take a lot of money to produce a bottle of this mm-hmm. stuff. But I think for the intended versus actual effect, I'm going to say it's not a good value. Yeah, I'll join you at 7 all right, welcome. Thank you. What would you give this on a danger rating where one is something not at all dangerous, like going to Griffith Park with your friends on your 40th birthday and playing Koob? That's fun. I guess that's slightly dangerous. You're throwing things at each other, but we'll still give that a one. And then 10 is something very dangerous, like not being a vampire and just walking up to someone and drinking their blood. Oh, no. I like that you allowed for vampires. Yeah, to I just do didn't that. want to hear it. I didn't want all the vampires emailing and being like, "Actually, for me, that's normal. I don't care." Oh, vampires. We're, we're so tired of hearing from vampires. Oh it's like my god, they're up, email. They're up all night. <laughs> <laughs> I like we, we we both went for a different stupid vampire joke. <laughs> Okay, sorry, what was yours? I was so pleased with myself. They were up all night. <laughs> They're up all night. They've got nothing to do except for email They were us. just hanging out. <laughs> anyway, we don't want to fucking hear from you, you vampires. Um, but that's, that's a 10 because you're a normal man and you walk up to a stranger and drink their blood. Sorry, what, what are we rating? Danger. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 10 because you're drinking a stranger's blood. I haven't been presented with any evidence that any of these particular ingredients are harmful. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about this. I, I don't suspect that their packaging is faulty or that their their expiration dates are mislabeled or anything. I, I don't feel unsafe drinking this. I'm going to say one. Yeah, I feel the same, especially because they're, for the most part, targeting things that... We all have subjective experiences of going up and down, things like energy. Yes, you could actually have something real going on where your energy's dipping and that should be looked into and this could maybe give you a placebo bump and mask that experience mm-hmm. and lengthen your time between doctor visits. It's all possible, but it seems fairly low risk. I'll give it a two. Yeah, and if it inspires you to maybe drink a little less coffee if you're having too many cups per yeah. day. Yeah. Sure. That might even be a benefit. Uh, what would you give this on a creepiness value? Where one is something not at all creepy. You walk Ella around the neighborhood and uh, collect yeah. her poop. Oh, yeah. Uh, 10 is something incredibly creepy. You're you're walking around in the daytime, but all of a sudden your vision splits into like multiple panels. Whoa. And you're looking through like different times of the day. So like oh, to, to your right, it's nighttime. <sighs> but like to the left of right, it's evening. There are multiple panes and they're all different times of the day. It's throwing you off. Cool. And things are like disappearing out of one and not appearing in the next one. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it really sounds like I'm going through something <laughs> yeah. there. Is this creepy? And then I so, don't think so. You feel some... I'm oh, sorry. I'm, oh, okay. There's now more. Okay, I'm extending yeah, yeah. the story. Okay. Some, someone walks up to you and says, Carrie, yeah. are you okay? But you don't see them in any of the fields of view. Oh, You can okay. feel them next to you, but now you just so don't I, see them. I really know something's up with me now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then... No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would give it a one. I don't feel creeped out. Same. There's nothing creepy about this. That's not its problem. Great. 
Well, thank you, Trebuchet, for getting us started. Yes, thank you so much. I'm sure you're really glad you did it. (laughs) The first batch is free. We paid for the second batch. The first batch was free to us. Is it free to the average Joe? Okay. That's a good distinction to make. But yeah, I think their argument is, well, just try it out. Yeah, but um, that's good for the bottom line to to try it out, I would say. Uh, Maybe don't. Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, if you're intrigued. Now, uh, I should say, as far as I can tell... You can only buy these online and have them shipped to you. Mm. I tried like searching various product lookups to see mm-hmm. like if there were stores that were reselling it. You know, do they, yeah. have, they have it at Target? You know, and as can far you as like to Venice, right, right, because I was tempted to do that rather than ordering a second batch and paying for shipping. As far as I could tell, they only have it online. So, um, the, yeah, they they seem to be saying that it's been quite successful. But as far as I can tell, that's the only way to get it. Hmm. Um, so, well, thanks for finding it and for spending a lot of money on it. You're welcome. All right. Well, I guess that's it for Magic Mind, and that's it for this episode. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. This episode was edited by a vampire. It's vampires. Stop editing our show. It was Ross. You can support this podcast, help us order more things online and drink them. (laughs) Yeah, that's motivating, huh? Yeah, support us so we can buy and drink more coffee and put it in various orifices. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. At MaximumFun.org slash join. That's where the orifices are? No, that's where supporting us is. Got it. Or you can support us by writing on rack on your bathroom mirror in soap. Bonus points if you write it in red lipstick and backwards. Mm -hmm. And uh, find us on social media, like us, subscribe, tell a friend, review us, leave a positive review. That's super helpful. On your mirror in your bathroom in soap. Okay, and now you can find Carrie's reaction video to If I Can Dream at tinyurl.com slash Elvis Carrie. And remember, from a video clip sent to me by James Bashara the day after we recorded this episode, he addresses me by name, but then I noticed that the video changed slightly after he said my name. It was a clever little marketing gimmick. Ross, I am James the creator of Magic Mind. And I was going through some of the recent customer orders and wanted to fire off a few notes directly to customers like you. Just one saying thank you and welcome to the Magic Mind universe. And in addition to just the nearly decade of of research that has gone into this two ounce shot that should give you seven to eight hours of productive, creative flow state. And in addition to that research and and the research that went into the best-selling book that I wrote on this topic before even starting Magic Mind, there's something to be said for direct lines of communication with our customers. Every day, our goal is to make the best possible product. We're so proud of everything that we put into Magic Mind to date, not just the ingredients, the specific dosages, the specific suppliers that we work with, but also all of the conversation we have with our customers. So in that light, I want to open this up. If you have good feedback, bad feedback, anything, you can use this email and uh, and send us your thoughts. Again, our goal is to make the best product possible. And we can only do that with constant lines of communication with our customers, especially the ones that have taken a chance on us only a year after launching. So thank you again. 
and let's make some magic. Hi everyone, I'm Anna McLeod. And I'm Alexis B. Preston. And we host a show called Comfort Creatures, the show for every animal lover, be it a creature of scales, six legs, fur, feathers, or fiction. Comfort Creatures is a show for people who prefer their friends to have paws instead of hands. Unless they are raccoon hands, that is okay. That is absolutely okay, yeah. Yes. Every Thursday, we'll be talking to guests about their pets, learning about pets in history, art, and even fiction. Plus, we'll discover differences between pet ownership across the pond. It's going to be a hoot on Maximum Fun. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Dr. Sydney McElroy. That, that is true. It's important in this context because we host a medical history podcast called Sawbones. Oh, I thought we were going to. We shouldn't work on that. Sawbones. Sawbones isn't afraid to ask the hard-hitting questions. Like, are vaccines as safe and reliable as they want us to believe? Yes. Do I have to get a flu shot? Yes. Uh, okay. Is science a miracle? No. We have a lot of great history for you and a lot of laughs. And sometimes the history is so bad that there's no laughs, but... You'll learn something, you'll feel something. And it's always Sawbones. That's right. <laughs> Every week on MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.